Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show, where we talk about the Bible, even controversial passages in the Bible, even controversial commands of God. So let me start with a brief story. Just last week, I had a special speaking engagement, and afterwards, this sweet old lady came up to me, and she loved what I had to say, and she wanted to know where she could come and hear me preach. But then she said, I'm very conflicted and very disturbed. My daughter is gay. And my response was, well, don't feel like you have to get into arguments with your daughter. Just let her know that you love her. Let her know that she'll always be your daughter. Let her know that you'll always be her mother. She agreed to that. But then she went on. She said, my daughter has gotten married. And I have to admit, she's very happy now. And I like seeing her happy. So maybe this is something that God understands. It's always hard to know how to react in a situation like that. Obviously, I wanted her to show her daughter again that she loves her without conflating love with acceptance. We do not need to embrace or endorse what somebody does to say that regardless of what you do, I still love you. Look, I understand These are our loved ones. And I've heard this from other people before. I have an uncle who's gay and he's very happy now because he's married. I have a brother who's gay. I have a sister who's gay. I want them to be happy. Of course we want them to be happy. And we can be very sympathetic to their plight. Who wants to be lonely? Who wants to be alone? And if somebody's attracted to the same sex and they don't know how to change that, yes, we can be empathetic. We can be understanding. And contrary to popular opinion, contrary to media talking points, Christian do not hate gay people. At least they're not supposed to. Obviously, there are always exceptions, but there's no command in the Bible for us to hate gay people. The Bible does not say that God hates gay people. God loves everybody, and all of us are guilty of some kind of sin. If it isn't one thing, it's something else. What we're supposed to be offering is love and forgiveness, but you can't offer forgiveness if somebody doesn't think they've done anything that needs forgiveness. Now, I've talked before about this from a medical point of view. I've talked about what really went on in 1973 when the APA declassified homosexuality as an emotional disorder. I'm not going to get into that today, only to say there's still an open debate going on in whatever circles still allow debate today. And without getting into the weeds about whether somebody's born with homosexual tendencies or whether they develop them due to psychological, emotional experiences growing up, let's just say that as Christians, The only relevant question here, according to our faith, according to us being obedient to God, is what the Bible says. Let me read to you what the Bible says. You're probably familiar with these words, but people try to twist them. They try to reinterpret them. Let me just read them as they are. I'm reading from Romans chapter 1, the Apostle Paul talking. Now, Paul didn't call homosexuality the only sin. Following this, he gives a list of sins that include gossip and disobedience to parents. This is not the the only sinning. Some Christians in the past have been guilty of teaching a hierarchy of sin, as if some things are more sinful than other things. That's not true. However, when somebody tries to say that something isn't a sin at all, that's another story. Here are the words of the Apostle Paul. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations.
relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now, as I've often said in the past, if somebody doesn't happen to believe in the Bible, well, okay, just admit that. But that's not usually what people do today. They say, oh, I believe in the Bible. And then the moment the Bible says something they don't want to agree with, they find ways to reinterpret it. You have to make the words stand on their heads to make these words say something other than what they're saying. But people try. They say, oh, well, Paul wasn't saying anything against homosexuality. He was just speaking against prostitution. Because in those days in ancient Rome and ancient Greece, they had temple prostitutes, sometimes with the opposite sex, sometimes with the same sex. That's true. There were temple prostitutes, and Paul spoke against prostitution as well. And that's certainly related to what's going on here. But he's talking about the feelings that men have toward other men and the passions that women have toward other women. And he's not distinguishing. He's not saying, well, it's okay if it's in a monogamous relationship, which is the common conventional wisdom of people today. Well, as long as it's a monogamous relationship, it's all right. As long as they're committed to each other, it's all right. That's not what Paul's saying. He's saying that it's wrong, period. It's wrong if it's done with a prostitute. It's wrong even if it's done with a marriage, a so-called marriage. And yet for so many people, all of this immediately gets trumped for the phrase, but they're happy. Is happiness our only barometer? Are we going to decide to obey or disobey God based on happiness? And are we going to call disobedience obedience if it makes us happy? My friends, any sin at all, and I mean any sin, is committed because the person prefers to do it. And we do what we prefer to do because we want to be happy. If somebody's gossiping, it makes them happy to gossip. Forgive me for being so blunt, but if somebody goes into a store and steals something, it's because they want that item. Where will this end? What about plural marriage? I'll bet you there's a lot of people that believe in gay marriage, but they don't believe in plural marriage. Can you just imagine a society which says it's okay to marry somebody of the same gender coming out and saying that you can't marry more than one person of the opposite gender? It's coming. It's around the corner. There are people already lobbying for those rights. And why would somebody want to be married to more than one person? They're going to be happier, or at least they think they're going to be happier. Why do people get involved with affairs? Because they're unhappy with their marriage, they want to be happy. What about sex outside of marriage? Young men and young women that have a desire to have sex outside of marriage, they're very aware that doing that's going to make them incredibly happy. Now, you could argue maybe in the course of time, they won't be happy because of the consequences. That's fine. But in the moment when we're deciding whether or not to obey God or disobey God, the issue is what God commanded, not what will make us happy. What about pedophilia? Now, before I go on, somebody's sitting here right now. I know they are. And they say, oh my gosh, Siegel's saying gay people are pedophiles. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that gay people are pedophiles any more than I'm saying that gay people go out and steal or commit adultery or do any of the other things. I'm giving you an example of sins, looking at other sexual sin. At the moment, at the moment, we still agree as a society that pedophilia is wrong. Although pedophiles have marched in some gay pride parades. 
decades in the past. NAMBLA, North American Man Boy Lovers Association. And there are some college professors, very few at the moment, who are reevaluating whether we should talk about what age should be consensual when you're engaging in sex. I can see an adult and a minor together saying this makes us very happy. Once again, that's an illustration because sometimes when we change the subject, we see if there's a transferable concept. If the concept is happiness, well, does it apply everywhere? And most of you are going to say, no, that doesn't apply to pedophilia. Okay, well then if that doesn't apply to pedophilia, then you can't use happiness as the only barometer. And if we're Christians, our only choice, our only option is to use the Bible as our barometer. Compromising the Bible is very very common today. It's coming from some pastors as well. It's a very sad state of affairs. This is actually predicted in the scripture, the time of the great apostasy. Whether we're in that final time or a prelude to it, I don't know. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but we were warned against this. We were warned to watch out for this. We were warned not to compromise, and so much compromise is going on. Happiness, unhappiness, is that significant? Is that important? Yes, once again, We want to be happy. We want our friends and loved ones to be happy. But if you think that ends the conversation, you're doing both yourself and your friends and your loved ones a disservice. I've referred to this many times, this popular passage of scripture where Jesus rescued the woman who was being stoned for committing adultery. And he looked out at everybody in the crowd and he said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And then he said to the woman with tenderness, with love, he accepted her as she was, that is, in terms of loving her, but he did not accept her lifestyle. He still said to her, go and sin no more. He did not say, well, my dear, I can see that this was making you happy. Not the part about getting caught and being stoned, but the rest of it was making you happy. So go ahead and continue to do this. And if it makes you happy, it's not really a sin. My friends, my dear friends, you know, Jesus said nothing like that. He loved her. He was tender to her. He was merciful with her. He still said, go and sin no more. There is such a thing as tough love. Don't conflate the word love with the word endorsing. They're not the same thing. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.